Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Hi, I'm Belinda Yonneke, and today I've got Sibungele Ngoma here with me, who is the choir conductor currently at the University of the Free State as well. Sibungele, hi. Hi, and thank you for having me. Only a pleasure. Let's kick it off. Um, when and why did you develop this interest in um, in singing? Where did it all start for you? I come from a musical family. My entire family is musicians. My grandfather was a professor of music. My aunt was Moilem Kumalo, the famous singer. My dad is Linda Mgoma. Is uh, a cellist and a musician who has got a string ensemble inserted. Uh, my grandmother was a nurse and a singer. My mom was a singer. Everybody, oh, wow. my entire family, literally. Yes. We are a family that could potentially be an opera play. Nice. Because we could sing at each other, but we don't. Uh, but we are all <laughs> musicians at home, so that's where it came from. Uh, we were trained from a very young age to play an instrument, mm. uh, to read music. And yeah, so it just developed from there. Oh, that is amazing. So if you guys had this get-together and all the family is together, was there sometimes just spontaneous singing going on in the house? Not in my family. Not? My family, my family jokes about music more than, you yeah. know, you know, there are families that love music and they would sing together. My family jokes about music. So it's like, instead of singing together, we'll try to figure out who can sing the, the worst out of everybody. And everybody yeah. would try and outdo each other in bad singing as opposed to trying to sing and make music together. Yes. So no, we were not that family. But we would play instruments together, interestingly enough. Okay. All right. And, wh- and what instruments can you, or what can you not play? <laughs> Probably is the question. <laughs> no, I grew up, uh, I was trained to play the violin, the recorder and the piano. Okay. And uh, the one that really stuck was the violin. I mean, the piano I nice. used because I have to use it for training and uh, warming up and learning yeah. music. But when the music is too intense, then I revert back to my violin. And I'm yeah. like, no, because I'm not a pianist, I'm a better violin player, then I will go back and play on my violin if it's not making sense. Okay. All right. Um, on that note, what, do you, what, what is your favorite song? What do, what do you like to sing or... It depends. It's it's very seasonal. Uh-huh. Um, at the moment, I would say my favorite song is the one that the choir learned about a month and a half ago. It would be the a medley of South African songs, one from Busim Shongo and another one from Prince Lingwasa, with the ending being the end of the Lord's Prayer. So at the moment, that's okay. my favorite because it sort of combines different belief systems that I grew up in from, you know, the first song, which would be gratitude towards your parents. And then mm. the second song is gratitude towards your, uh, I guess your ancestors, but not like ancestors, but like it's a generational thing, mm-hmm. generations of people who have come before you and given you a background that is important and then the last song being then gratitude to god yes. so yeah that's my favorite song of the moment oh nice yeah that that's just another form of showing respect as well you know through through that all and just being thankful also for, for where we are coming from that's amazing so um tell me about a typical day currently in your life how, how does it what, what does sibungile do during the day where do you start where do you end 
It depends. It depends. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm at the university working with the choir. So that day would start very early because I have to make sure that by the time I have to come on campus, I've done all my admin. Mm. And so when I say admin, it's not just the choir admin. It's my own admin as well because I'm still a singer and I'm still a producer and I still train other people. I'm adjudicating a competition next week, Friday. So I have to prepare that music. I have to do the admin for the choir. I have to do the admin for Spoiler, the artist. I have to do um, the the admin for Spoiler, the activist, because I am also the president of um, For the Arts, which is a, a movement for artists in ah. South Africa and all, also artists that are not in the country. So I'm the president of that movement and I'm the president of the federation. Uh, for South African c- cultural and creative industries. So yeah. there's a lot of admin that needs yes. to be gotten through. So it depends. I will get up at four and literally just work my way through what needs to be done. And if there's music that I need to arrange, I'll have to, I have to factor that in as well. So by mm. the time I get here for for the start of the choir rehearsal for four o'clock, which is I take one hour and I do uh, training for conductors. Uh, some days I do uh, the female voice, with, which we've just introduced, and then from five until seven, I will do the, the full choir. And then when I get home at night, I still have to finish off whatever admin has come through f- mm. for the day. And I have a five-year-old that needs <sighs> attention. So my yes. days are quite hectic. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't know how you fit that in. So <laughs> what what kind of productions, what, what is lying ahead in, in the next few, or, or let's say for this year, what, what is still lying ahead that you are really looking forward to? There's a lot that I would love to do. Yeah. Uh, God willing, I get to do all of it. Um, I'm hoping to produce the 10 South African Sopranos in Bloemfontein, which hasn't, hasn't been done uh, here. We've done wow. it in Joburg, so I'm hoping we can do that. The 10 South African Sopranos we did in 2013, and I'm hoping to do it with the Free State uh, Symphony Orchestra. So I'm hoping to do that. That is outside of the university, but with the university choir, I'm hoping that we do get to go to Barcelona to compete um, in October. And then obviously we still get to perform on campus. Every month we try and perform for the students and staff, either at the bridge or in front of the main building. So that we will try and do for each month. We still have uh, performances with Ordeon, which is another first for us because we haven't had the collaboration between the university choir and the Ordeon. So that is a big victory because it means uh, we are getting the synergy, Mm. you know, not just with the music students, but with across the board students working with the music department. Yes. So that's what I'm hoping that we will get through this year. Oh, that is amazing. A lot, no? A lot oh. that is still lying ahead. But I know you're going to do it. Listen, I've seen you in action. <laughs> and must I just say that the energy that you have, the way that I can just see you move with that music, you are feeling it. And the thing that threw me, because, I mean, I've been singing in a choir, not now, in school, um, singing in a choir, I've been doing some of those things, um, and I watched the choir the other day, and you gave them a note, but I'd never heard, the, I only heard the one note, 
And then this whole circle just completed and everybody had their notes. And I was like, how did you do that? Like, it's just amazing to see you in action. Um, And thank you for what you are also bringing, you know, to to students, to young people. I can just see that they are motivated, inspired and committed to what they are doing. Um, Yeah, so that's amazing. I wanted to ask you, what do you think is the worst? I think I know what the answer is going to be. But what is your worst part um, of, of your career? What, what, or what is the part that you dislike? Not necessarily the worst, but that you dislike. It's the blockage, I think. That is the worst part for me. You know, there's always a, a bottleneck yeah. where you need to get somewhere and there's someone who's just blocking progress. That is my worst. Mm. Uh, I, I prefer to have the fluidity mm. to work so that the creativity flows yes and when you don't have that it sort of blocks whatever it is the excitement the the joy like you say i enjoy what i do i love what i do yes. and i love my kids yeah. they know this and i'm very strict but they know that uh even in my strictness they will keep laughing because even when i'm screaming at them and i'm shouting at them they're like that must be even when you shout you're still funny yeah <laughs> And, you know, you want to be able to do that. And for me to stay healthy, I need to work in an environment that is healthy. So I can't have blockages that stop me from just giving my best without worrying about is it or is it not going to happen. So, for example, a blockage would be lack of funding. Mm. That's a big blockage in the arts yes. generally, not just absolutely. You know, in a specific space, but um, funding is a big blockage because you start a project and then in the middle of the project you're told you're not going to get the funding, mm. but the artists have started working. Oh, so goodness. what do you do then? Yes, uh, you stop the project, but the artists who had started working now you owe them money. Yeah. So those are blockages that sort of destroy creativity and. That's my pet hate, and that's what made me become an activist because I was like, there are certain things we can fight for, and mm. you know, access is something that can be made available. Yeah, and uh, there's also the issue of uh, people who, when they are sitting in positions of power, then don't allow for other people to access the space because maybe they have insecurities about what you bring into this space that makes them look inadequate. Uh, It's not fair to the people who want to be creative to then block them because of insecurity. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So those are are sort of just my pet hates. Uh, And I mean, we need to talk about this because, you know, you will see um, a lot of uh, students, especially, you know, they they will look up to people in their different careers and they will be like, oh, this looks amazing, but we don't take into consideration the the, the cons of it, there's, but I know that there will be a lot of uh, pros in your um, in your situation because you can be creative, because you can live out your passion, which makes up for the worst parts, true, right? True. All right. Um, what is your biggest challenge of your own career? Hmm. What is my biggest challenge of my own career is, I guess, time. Yeah. Time. With, for, with with your kid as well, um, or just career-wise? Just career-wise, huh? time. Okay. I, I, I have energy for days, and I don't have enough time yeah. to do everything I want to do. And I'm so driven. 
I've always believed that if you're going to give me a role, for example, as an opera singer, then you need to give me a role that I can sink my teeth into. I want mm. to be able to sing, dance, run around, do crazy stuff that nobody else has done. You yes. know, I remember when I started out as an opera singer, there was always this thing that opera singers can't act. And I said, oh, well, I'm going to prove to you that we can. I'm yeah. not going to walk on that stage like a zombie. Yes. I'm literally going to bring life to the character. Yeah. And, you know, since then, we've seen an evolution in how opera singers uh, carry themselves on stage. They don't walk around like zombies, you know, yes. and sing these high notes. <laughs> uh, now you can see that there's a more of a thought process in how you relay the character to your audience. Mm. And uh, so I just don't have enough time to do all of that and still share with the youth how I got here. I'm a 51-year-old woman. I wouldn't want to die tomorrow and not have shared yes, the experience and knowledge I've gained over so many years of grace in my own career. It wouldn't be yeah. fair. I always say I believe in the con in the concept of paying it forward because somebody paid it forward for me to be where yes, I am. So absolutely. I need to do the same. And when I don't have enough time to share that and not just with the youth. I'm also thinking I'm in, a, I'm in an educational institution right now. Surely it should be possible for me to share that with the drama department, share that with the opera students, mm. share that with even the media students. Yes. Uh, what is it that makes it work? What is it? What are the frustrations? What are, What is the innovation that needs to happen in the space to take us to the 4 um space that we are constantly being told about so yeah. those are conversations that are not happening because time yeah absolutely i get it lastly i think i just wanted to check in with you regarding um any words of wisdom any wh what do you usually tell your students as well you know to inspire them to motivate them to keep them going as well well it depends for the individuals i always say you are your best teacher uh anybody comes in trying to teach you it's either you'll take that as a compliment or you'll take that as a criticism. So mm -hmm. the best thing to do is to be your best teacher. So you are the best one to listen to yourself and self-correct. And then for the groups like the choir and ensembles, then I would say it's about teamwork. Mm. You are not going to go in as an individual and stay an individual. You have to become a teamwork. Like if you were playing in a soccer team, then everybody needs to play their part. You need yeah. to know when to pass. You need to know when to score that goal. You need to know when to do what needs to be done. And that takes you knowing each other as a team and motivating each other. And the self-correction there is not individual, but it is in the group. And yeah. that, that's what I always say to my students. Okay, Sibugilin, it's now time for our section of fire questions. Are you ready? Fire away. I cannot live without. My art. My secret weapon is. My children. I always have. Lipstick. I will never. Uh, that one, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope I live to do the best that I can always. Wonderful. Sibungile, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time and energy um, and good luck with all these projects. And I really hope that there's somewhere in there, there's another project for, for yourself as well that we can look forward to to also watch. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for now. 
Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.